What is up, everybody? <laughs> Normally, I don't show the start the show that badly, but like, I gotta tell you, man, I don't know what's going on. Like, there there may literally be a gas leak today because I am having so much trouble just trying to focus and keep things on the normal. I couldn't remember how to start my own show. I mean, like. I gotta tell you, to be perfectly honest, like, it's not really even all that complicated, like, on a good day. Like, it's not even all that complicated on a bad day. I just, I feel like I was hitting the wrong buttons, and then, like, I couldn't remember to turn my microphone on, and then, like, I had to bring up the sound. It's like, I don't know what's gonna happen when I turn, like, 85 and I'm still doing this show, but I think it's gonna be pretty rough going. <laughs> um, so, I left all my notes. All the way over there. So, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is a uh, beautiful uh, February 15th, 2024. I realized in last week's show I didn't say the date, which is something I always do, uh, and I did not. I do it for a couple of reasons. One, so we know the date of the show for archival purposes, because I didn't used to, and I never knew what show I was looking to looking at unless I titled it properly, which I didn't always. So that seemed kind of important. I also usually I usually line up so that when I'm saying like you know whatever the date is, the thing comes in or actually comes up from this side and says what. The top 20 and the date, but uh, yeah, I didn't do that last week, and I was like looking for it, I was like, oh, I guess I just forgot, so today, uh, yeah, yeah, February 15th, uh, 2024, um, we are almost out of winter, right, two-thirds, almost, two-thirds, and the Northeast finally got its first real snowstorm in like two to three years, and even that was like barely a snowstorm, I really, I had a, I had a meeting scheduled for, I guess, Tuesday, um, <clears throat> And it was funny because the, the dude I was meeting with is kind of like one of like my new de facto bosses, I think. But uh, he was like, you know, can we... He, on Monday, he was like, can we meet tomorrow? And I was like, well... Uh, he's from Jersey, so he kind of understands some of this stuff. I was like, well, we're expecting like one of those Northeasters here. So, excuse me, Nor'easter. I forgot the apostrophe. Nor'easters. So uh, we are either going to get two inches or 11 feet of snow. And I really just don't know. And... Uh, it seems like we lose power less when um, we have a lot more snow. It seems like we we lose it more when uh, it's a little bit. But I think I think the reason we lose power when it's just like a little bit of bad weather is because people around here just can't drive, uh, and I think they crash into telephone poles and knock our power out like the old-fashioned way. I don't think the power is just getting shut off at the plant or our cables are snapping. I think honestly, people are just being idiots and can't drive. I will say, I was walking up to my chiropractor yesterday, and the snow is not fully shoveled, right? Like, on people people don't shovel on walkways and stuff like that. Um, and uh, it, was, it was a little treacherous, but, like, what was really, I guess, obnoxious is, like, you know, sometimes I'm, like, forced to walk, like, on the, like, in the shoulder, the shoulder of the road and stuff like that, and cars are still just drifting into it, like... Hey man, I'm literally just walking here. So like I realize when I'm wherever I'm walking on a somewhat main street, like I am I have to be constantly aware that I have to I might have to just dive off into the side, huh? you know, out of out of nowhere. Like it's it's really bad. Also, like I want to point out to people that walk there are other people that walk in the world. Um the proper place to walk on a street is you are supposed to walk against traffic. All vehicles are supposed to go the same way, but pedestrians are supposed to go against traffic. That is so they can see you, but mainly so that you can see them. 
It really drives me crazy when people walk on the wrong side of the road. Like, one, it's just stupid. Do you, Are you not even realizing that there are cars behind you that could just be swerving right into the shoulder and could just hit you and you're not even going to notice? I mean, like, dude, wake up, Stunad. Like, seriously, like, this should be, like, obvious. Like, the, I, I get so uncomfortable when I have to do that for, like, a minute. Uh, the only exceptions to that is obviously when there's sidewalks. If there's a sidewalk on one side of the street and not on the other, then you can use that. But if you're walking on a street on the actual asphalt, you're supposed to walk against traffic. I don't know why people don't know that. But then I got, I really got to stop being so surprised at what people don't know because people are absolutely just complete hard R's about everything, most things these days. But they're also not being taught anything. But like the old wisdom of like conventional and common sense is like, gone it's just lost on people it's and it's not even like a particular generation like there are people from older than me all the way down like just they just don't get it they just don't understand because they don't have the capacity for for intellectual thought i think is really what it is i know i've cited this example to my daughter a bunch uh we were on the soccer field like maybe like two or three years ago uh, now charlotte happens to be very gifted mathematically it's just some she's really good at it actually it sort of runs in my family like i am very very good at math um but like i am you know like dog shit compared to like my cousin mark who's just brilliant mathematician uh my father was a really good you know really strong mathematically um but like so it's it's not unusual right for me to be around somebody that's like really really gifted in math and charlotte is basically you know she's in calculus for fun at this point at like a math academy you know so she's there but we were saying on a she was, we were on a soccer field i'm gonna go with like maybe two years ago and the girls on the team were complaining about their math which was probably rudimentary algebra at that point which charlotte is just really had gone past um but they were they were complaining about like how hard it was and she kind of like pulled me over to the side and she was like I don't really like I don't think math's that hard and I just told her I was like look you're just gonna have to get used to that because you're just particularly gifted in mathematics like just just is what it is but I realized that like and I know that I've said this on the show like there there are bell curves for intelligence right and that I'm not even talking about education or wisdom I'm talking about just intelligence there's bell curves for it so when you are somebody like me and I'm not trying to be a dick about this and just saying a fact when you're somebody that's on the upper side of that bell curve right you have to realize that once when you're in the middle 50% of the people on that curve are going to be less intelligent than you are so the further you move to the other side you're going to have a lot more less intelligent people and I feel like that that is one of my bigger frustrations over the past 10 years even when I've talked like socioeconomic uh, economic issues or political stuff like I used to say all the time like the, the people I'm arguing with like on Facebook when I would go on, on Facebook and argue some of this stuff are people that are just so stupid like they just don't have the capacity and it's not even their fault they don't even have the capacity to understand some of these things some of these comments uh, some of these con- situations I'm sorry I am so goddamn tired today it feels like i'm asleep like behind my eyes i know i clocked the hours for being asleep but it just didn't like they they didn't notify like nobody in my brain was told because my brain is like completely exhausted and just not focusing so i may make a lot of mistakes today it still doesn't mean i'm dumb enough to believe that you know former president trump didn't commit all those crimes um i think it's shaking that's bad i see i fixed it 
fixed it all by myself. I don't know why. Like my laptop keeps wanting to do stuff every time we start the show. It's like I guess it's because it's like it's everything's programmed to go at noon. It's like, hey, do you want to reboot your system right now? It's like, did you see how I just turned you on? So probably not. That's also not a phrase. Just turn it on. So anyway, all my notes are over there. So I don't have any housekeeping, but I will say that uh, I think um, if I remember correctly. Uh, on Bacon is my podcast. They are. They had the sleeping on, or at least the dude from the sleeping. I think they were pretty sure they were like a local thing. So I feel like the dude from the sleeping owned a piece of Amityville Music Hall for a little while or something. I forget what the deal is, but you can check that out. Um, the discussions and drinks is out. I was listening to the last discussions and drinks. I know I, I was talking about it last week on the show. Uh, it was just super interesting for me. I, I, I don't know what everybody else's takeaway, but it was interesting to hear Jimmy and Mike talk about. Um, kind of like what I was saying, like about how like we have like these these groups of people that listen, like you know these are people that we ask for their feedback on certain songs and certain music. And uh, Mikey actually brought up or asked Jimmy, like, does he have specific people he asks for specific things? And I thought that was interesting. But like, kind of the takeaway was um, that when you are a songwriter that goes through like the production process like you can just send like me for example like you can send me a rough idea like Andy Sexton from Off the Turnpike does this all the time like he'll send me something that's clearly being recorded either in a uh, very dangerous hallway in Soho or his bathroom and it's like I can you know I realize it's not the final product but I can hear like the song and I don't need the full production uh, vibe of it and stuff like that which is a very valuable thing early on in a song but Jimmy was talking about how sometimes he'll send stuff to Brian Speaker and uh, he'll <laughs> he'll get basically a barrage back of everything that's wrong with the song. And, like, it's just so, so funny because I I used to get <laughs> I used to get that from my producer that produced uh, the first three Rebel 9 records, uh, Race of the Diaries, Reality Crush, and Do No Harm. And sometimes he would send me stuff back and he would be like, yeah, you know, it's awful everything's awful this is wrong this is this is incorrect because it's like it's a hyper technical review like when you're sending into a uh, producer uh, and then like at the very end it's like you know you'll get like 30 things wrong and then at the very end be like yeah it's a good song though it's like <laughs> but i mean that is the job i just it was so funny to sort of just for me to relate to that um uh, they were drinking butter soda, which uh, I would not recommend. I'm not going to do that. They they were talking about doing butter soda with some crab legs. I honestly don't know if they're going to be doing a uh, cooking is my passion or whatever whatever it is the Patreon show is. But like, keep an eye out for that, I guess, because that might be that might be funny or interesting. I just every time I eat like anything that's like even remotely different, like I just think about like how much I am not good at doing any of that stuff. Like, I, I just, I have no tolerance at, at all. Like, I was watching uh, John Oliver on Hot Ones. I like John Oliver. And uh, he, he was just, he was acting kind of like I act. Like, when you eat something, it's like, oh, this is absolutely dreadful and awful or whatever. It's like, very funny. Sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place. So, I really, I really am so goddamn tired. Um, I want to do a quick new segment for you today that we're going to start. I'd like to make my after-the-fact Super Bowl prediction now, and I think, uh, I believe, that it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Think they're going to win the Super Bowl this past weekend? Uh, it was funny. I, I was. I do not care. 
Um, I do. I do not care about football. I, I'm not somebody that watches football. Uh, as I'm sure any listener of mine knows. Uh, really, the only sport I follow at all is. Uh, women's professional soccer and i don't even really follow the club teams so much i mean although goth the gotham football club might be something worth watching this year uh they've signed uh rose lavelle is here now and a couple other players from the professional team like that's going to be pretty badass to to watch um so check that out but certainly whenever we're on the world stage both men's and women's but primarily the women's world cup is what i and the olympics is, is what i what i follow but i do find that I tend to watch the Super Bowl every year. I think it's because it's on a Sunday, so I can. Like, physically, I am able and available to watch. Um, but also, in my head, it's just very much like, yep, these are the two best teams, you would think. Probably, maybe, I don't know. Probably the two best teams, so it's probably going to be a pretty good game. And, you know, statistically, there's not a whole lot of, like, Super Bowl blowouts. So they're usually pretty good games. Um, but I was not watching it. I just I totally spaced on it. I actually spaced on the Puppy Bowl, which bummed me out because I had to go back and try and find the Puppy Bowl because you know, Team Rough versus Team Fluff never failed to uh, never, never disappoint. They never fail to impress, so I always try and watch that. Also, I think it's a, just a great idea. I mean, every, all, all those dogs get adopted like every single year, so great, awesome. But I did end up watching it. I thought it was a fantastic game. I... I am not a fan of any particular team. I know that probably seems odd because we are just so tribal in the world these days that you know I understand why people from Buffalo hate people from Pittsburgh like for 13 weeks during the year. Like I get it. Like, that's just how that the human tribal mentality kind of works. But I don't. I don't particularly have a team. What I do is I actually like particular players, and I am a huge Pat Mahomes fan. Now I do not know a whole lot about him. I, I've known what I've barely read over the past four to five years about him. Uh, he seems like a good dude. Uh, I do know that the first time I really experienced him as a player was when they lost to, I think, I don't know if they lost to Tampa Bay. Uh, I forget. But they lost to Tom Brady. So I think it was, I think it might have been when Tampa Bay won last time. And immediately after the game, like, they're still on the field. Mahomes came up to Brady and congratulated him. Like, now, honestly, I wasn't there, so I don't know. He could have just shook his hand, gave him a hug, and be like, I'm going to kill you. But, like, I just don't think that's what happened. And that's also not quite the rap on Mahomes either. He's a younger dude. He's worked really hard. He's, like, apparently, like, well-liked in the, in the league and stuff like that. And while I don't find that to be unusual in terms of sportsmanship, like, you should have that level of sportsmanship. I'm frustrated often with it, the lack of sportsmanship in youth sports. And I feel like the force, like, we got to shake hands at the end of the game, but, like, you can just play like animals the, the, during the game, I think is just, I think it's just, it's poorly, it's poorly done. I, I think it's a horrible idea. But I saw him do that, and I, what I liked about it is that it, it was, I consider it to be the right way to do things, and it was a very public, national spotlight sort of thing on the right way to do things. Uh, you know, and I did not see the quarterback from the 49ers do that this time to Mahomes, so like, and I didn't see it last time either. And so I just don't think it's all that common of a thing, and I think it ought to be. But like that level of just like, this is set, we're playing this sport together, and I respect you for playing this sport, and I respect you for being on the same field as I do, I think is, is a class act. So ever since then, I thought Pat Mahomes was like a much more worthy individual of my attention plus dude i love watching that guy play i mean there's just something about the way he plays the game the way he throws the ball the fact that he gets more first downs than i ever would like it's just 
it's just great to watch him play. I think I think I think he's like 28 years old. Like I keep thinking he's like 14, but like he's a young dude, man. And if he goes the distance, like that Brady just went, and you know, to be 40 years old and still playing, I mean, he's got 12 more Super Bowls. He's already won three. He's got three rings. He's won the the, the uh, NFL MVP three times. So he's already tied with Joe Montana of San Francisco 49ers, I believe, which I think is a pretty impressive feat for such for such a young age. Like, he's won, what, three out of the last four Super Bowls? Like, dude, what were you doing over the last four Super Bowls? Not winning them, I assure you that. Unless Tom Brady's listening, you were not winning any of the last four Super Bowls. And I'm pretty sure Pat Mahomes isn't. Because uh, they're probably still reeling from all the all the nonsense in Kansas City, and isn't it a good idea, like, to bring guns to like a Kansas City, uh, for Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, like ticker tape parade kind of thing? It's such a good idea. I'm so glad the NRI keeps keeps forcing all these guns in everybody's hands, everybody's hands, because nobody ever gets hurt, and it's always the right thing to do, right? Right, NRA? Isn't that right? Anyway, so it was really nice to see. But what was funny? There was a scene. Uh, Scene. They were commenting in the fourth quarter because uh, somebody had gotten hurt, like Taurus socks or whatever. But the, the, the announcers were saying, uh, like, how everyone's really tired, you know. So, like, now you're going to see like the stamina kind of kick in, and that was really true. I mean, Mahomes just like marched his team down the field super fast, super fast. But Charlotte, who has played soccer since she was four years old, understands what it's actually like to play a full game because in soccer, you know, you don't get breaks, right? Like you get like position times where the ball isn't by you and you can kind of just hang out, but you don't get break. You get 45 minutes and then you get injury time and then you get some time off and then you get another 45 minutes injury time. You just go the whole time. So she was just like, I don't understand. Like, aren't these like elite athletes? Like, why are they tired? Like, they didn't, they're barely playing every other minute of a 15 minute quarter. And I just looked at her and I was like, well, that's exactly the big myth that is football. And it's also why every fat fuck in America thinks that they can play football. They can't. Uh, but, you know, that's why they think they can do it. But, like, you know, you get, like, basketball players and, like, soccer players, and they're looking at, like, all the timeouts and the huddle and, the you know, the clock and all that other stuff, and they're like, what are you even doing? Like, why are you so – like, what you never hear is people being, like, in baseball, whoa, they're so tired, unless they get to, like, the 95th inning. But, like, football players, it's, like, constantly, like, oh, man, they're so tired. It's like, dude, you were just kneeling for half of that. Like, what What do we even – what do we do about I don't feel comfortable critiquing football players because it's not not a job I can do. So they're in definitely better shape than I am. I just I thought it was funny to get the perspective from a soccer player. I will I will tell you, and then I'll move on. Not that anybody asked, but I did something so stupid this week. Uh, I don't even understand like how. Well, I understand how it happened. I just <laughs> so one of the things I do when I walk. Sometimes I walk to my gym. It's 25 minutes away, so sometimes I go there. And what I've been trying to do is walk to the gym and do like 10 to 15 minutes of, of arm exercise or chest. I don't know why I don't do them here. I just don't feel like doing them here. So sometimes me going to the gym, I can do some flies, I can do some lats, I can do some curls, triceps, and stuff like that. So I go there and I have an app that just sort of tracks like what I did last time. So I went in and I just tried to do what I had done last time and. You know, it was hard, but it wasn't, like, impossible, so I just failed a couple times. But failing is good for muscle building, right? That's that's how you build more muscle. Um, but I didn't think anything of it. So the next day, though, <laughs> the next day, I, I pulled, I guess, the tendon or strained it in both arms, doing my measly amount of, of arm curls, bicep curls, bicep crunches, to the point where I couldn't even lift... My my bottle of water. Yes, 
yesterday was at work, and I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to like I can't even hold it. So I'm like I'm holding it like this, like I'm just drinking like a baby, like just trying to drink the water out of this thing. And I was like, what the? <laughs> so I look and I really, it turns out I haven't been to the gym in over a month. Um, so in my head, I was like, I go like, you know, once, sometimes twice a week. That's true, but not for like the entire month of January and most of February. Because I was away for some of it. There was some bad weather for some of it. The days I, you know, I have to go to the chiropractor, I do that. Other days I don't have time to go. So it just turns out I hadn't gone. So I went and I basically did a full arm workout after 30-something days of not working them out at all. And now I'm paying the price. I will tell you that was Monday. I am still sore, but I'm back to just being able to drink uh, my water with one hand like a semi-adult. So that's it. I had a lot more to talk about today, but I'm running out of time. So I'm just going to dip out and we're going to get into some music. I've got brand new Pathmaker coming up at the top of the hour. So definitely stick around for that. That's going to be awesome. I've got other music, but uh, let's. Uh, we're going to go local for a little while because local and undersigned is the way to go, I think. These are some of my boys from up in Connecticut. I've been playing with them for a very long time. It would be very good to get back up on the stage with them. Maybe in 2024, maybe 25, 26, I don't know. Mahomes is probably still going to win the Super Bowl, so it doesn't really much matter. Mm-hmm. 